Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. We're on October 10th. It's 10, 10, 22, uh, 8, 11 at night uh, central, 9, 11 Eastern. And we are still trying, you know, one second in this podcast is one more. Anything's one more than the amount of points the Lions scored in the last game <laughs> against uh, the Patriots. Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia and the Patriots. 29 nothing. I'm sure everybody listening knows, and I don't even know if you watched the full game. I turned off the fourth quarter potentially, but uh, 29 nothing. Just an absolute ass kicking. Uh, both sides of the ball, and the Lions limp, literally limping uh, into the bye week, one and four, and it is uh, it's not ideal right now. <laughs> but let's we'll dive into all with the Blue Kool Aid Crew, uh, which we have here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got New J. Hey, everybody. Red Dog. Yo. And Bob. Hello. And Connor completed his marathon, if you want an update. Uh, but he, he's resting yeah, right now. Uh, we'll Two weeks to pod. Week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the Lions, where do we start? Because uh, every aspect of this game was horrible. The last time I can re- remember a Lions game being this bad was either on Christmas against the Bucks, but we even scored points on that one, or probably against the Panthers uh, when we lost twenty nothing and had no life whatsoever. But I this one, one, the Lions actually set an NFL record. They the most fourth downs without converting one, <laughs> zero for <laughs> six on fourth downs, uh, set a new NFL record that was twenty seven years old. Uh, so congratulations to Lions All right. on setting another yeah way to go record Lions. in to futility. Go. Um, but you know, I guess the first question is: Should Camel be on the hot seat? Because that's you know talking point. So I just want you guys. First to of all, to first that. of all, let's just put that one to rest for now. Okay, okay. we're <laughs> we're just a few games into the season. I mean, is this second? Come on, it's ridiculous. I I, I just I know everyone's going to be talking about that and. Uh, him and Aaron Glenn and let's fire them all. You got to give these guys a chance. I'm sorry. Uh, 
we still are lacking talent here. The injuries are killing us. I mean, I think Campbell is over trying to keep the defense off the field by going for all these fourth downs. Maybe, I don't know, but, uh, no, it's, it's way too early for that talk as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you tell me, I uh, agree with you. Uh, although Matt rule got fired today by the, um, Carolina and he's in the third year of a seven year deal. And, uh, yeah, yeah they're going for $40 million left. On yeah. The contract. Campbell's in the second year of a six-year deal, but I'm with you. I, I don't think there's a call for firing at this point. It's yeah. way too early. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he does take responsibility for everything, which is good. I mean, you know, if you keep losing and keep taking responsibility, it doesn't even matter what he does if you keep losing. But uh, I, I think he he's in, you know has enough self awareness of what's going on, and, and he's trying things. He's really trying. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see as this season progresses, though. Uh, who he sticks with coaching wise and all that other stuff, you know, everyone seemed like this is such a good idea. We got all these player coaches and stuff, but maybe these guys aren't that good. You know, I mean, they're fresh off the field. Arguably I mean, our best coach really... is the non-player coach. So Ben Johnson, even though he had a bad game, this one, which we'll get into, but we'll yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, you know, he's going to have to look at a lot of things, a lot of introspection here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's the macro so. and the micro right now. And I would say in the micro, we're obviously really struggling, but, if you believe in the vision of what we're assembling here, we're only still in the early stages of it. I mean, like, I think there's no one doubting that he's at least at the very least instilling the right attitude and culture, but obviously you got to get the right stuff on the field. I think he's going to get at least the end of this year and probably the beginning of next year to get things right. Unless we go on and don't win another game or something ridiculous like that. But yeah, I think fans too see, uh, what's happening in, uh, in New York, you know, with the Jets turning it around, the, the bad Giants team that is now won four and one, yeah. you know, and the, the Jaguars. So yeah. we wanted that here. <laughs> exactly. It's frustrating. And uh, the Jets with yeah. Robert Sala, got a, lot, a guy a lot of people thought the Lions uh, might hire. Yeah, that's what well, everybody wanted, right? But, yeah. But I'm not and, saying we had the wrong guy, but. And it's funny to see, like, Sauce Gardner and Derek Stingley play at elite level of cornerback drafted in the top five of uh, the draft. And then we have Jeff Okuda. Um, obviously, he's had his injury history. And uh, the last two weeks, he's, uh, you know, it, it, it hasn't looked good <laughs> the last two weeks uh, with him on an island out there. He's getting not – he's not getting no. any leeway either. The refs are, like, if he even touches these guys, it seems like they're throwing the flags. I swear, like – I mean, it, I know that's our refs in general, but it's like – I just don't even see what they're even looking at half the time when he's just covering look what looks like perfect coverage. I don't know. Now, hey, our defense is really lacking here, and, and in this game, it was like the master Belichick went up against the the, the young, the yep. young plebe there, uh, and he just totally just just shellacked I mean, him. I mean, it was. I'm sorry. Bel Belichick has Jared Goff's number. Uh, he he had his number in the Super yeah. Bowl last time he played him, and now he has him had him again in this one. Uh, pretty much make him. Unfortunately, we got the really bad Jared Goff in this game. The turnover prone Jared Goff, the guy that's backpedaling, uh, afraid to step up in the pocket. Goff. Um, and what pocket to step up into, Big Z? I know. I, I know. I'm putting a lot more on this O line in this game. This R O line was take atrocious. Yeah, take care of the ball. Well, yeah, you got to take care of the ball, yeah, but you yeah. also got to not yeah, get yeah. toasted around the edge when you're supposed to be our all pro right tackle. You're not supposed to get toasted in the, your a gap or your B gap yeah. when you are our pro bowl right left tackle. I'm sorry. Our O line sucked in this game. And well, your guy, Stenberg, 
UJ got another chance to start in this one, and he was again horrific in pass protection. Yeah, He's yeah. got to be the worst yeah. lineman in the NFL in pass protection. He is really, really yeah. bad. He did not have a good game. I'll admit it. Of course, neither did any of them. But uh, yeah, it was not. Red Dog. They had most of their success though attacking the guards, not the. Uh, the yeah, but the, the big mean, ones came against the tackles. I mean, protection. the Judon, yeah. Judon got one on each of them, and they were crucial plays and killers. I mean, yeah, yeah. they'd helped. He they, he was set up by that interior. I'll give you that, Bob. Like that play when uh, he beat Stool, Golf had nowhere to run because his pocket was collapsed, uh, and he tried to bail left, and he got toasted by yeah. a fast big DN. I, I'm, you're right. He could do a better job controlling the ball, but I put that on the tackle. I and the O line. Yeah, I want to I want to put the focus back on a defense for a second, though. Uh, Dan Campbell said that the defense improved in this game. I, I would completely disagree with that notion. We I think they were points. terrible. Well, well, we made a punt a couple times. Yeah, we made times. a punt once. Uh, yeah, 18 consecutive <laughs> tries without forcing a punt uh, well, they, until like late in this game. So congratulations to the Lions defense. For forcing I'd a punt. say they did actually <laughs> improve in a way because they held <laughs> some of these red do- red zones to field goals, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. red zone to field goals instead of touchdowns. So. Yeah, so, I mean, if you look at it that way, yeah. the, the Lions had three pressures in this game on a third string quarterback, um, one of which was Aiden Hutchinson again running by the quarterback. Uh, the Ole you know, baby, that's he's got to learn play. how to control a pass rush. Uh, he just that was a Jared by. Davis move, right? Sometimes there. he beats a guy, but then he just, I mean, we saw it in the first game against the Eagles, he just beats a guy, but then just runs right by him in a straight <laughs> every, line <laughs> every yeah. time, other than against the Vikings. I mean, um, I think arguably <laughs> against White, though, too. Arguably worse, the Lions D line. So they have next gen stats. Like they have the dots. If you've seen the dots, they track these players in the field um, in relation to each other. The Lions at D line on average pass downs in this game had a separation of four yards from Bailey Zappi. That's horrible. Four yeah. yards of that, that. That's a clean pocket. Like the it, cleanest it was. Of, that's game. like barely coming off the line. You're, you have like five yards on a stop, uh, step back drop. So I thought that was a really interesting stat I read. Um, I don't know if yeah. lot, everybody saw that stat or not, but uh, it, it doesn't that tells you how bad up. this pass rush is. And this is with but the healthy Lee McNeil, healthy. You got to have a run game too to help that Z. I mean, their it's run terrible. defense is trash too. So what do you, you can't, you can't get a good pass rush and if you can't stop the run. And I mean, I think we, the one game we did stop the run, we got a good pass rush. This game, you know, this game again, our run defense was inept. That big lard of a load of lard, not a lard, he's a big dude, but a load of a back was just trucking through our our whole defense all week, all game, and it was brutal. So I mean, when you do that, and then suddenly it's a pass play, how are you going to readjust? You just you you as a D lineman know that. How do you generate pass rush without? stopping the run is it possible i mean unless you're just like that fucking good i mean it's not but i mean it that the, the, the problem still lies with d-line <laughs> so. oh no i agree i'm agree I, but i'm just saying i think it starts with that run yeah. defense but that's also the linebackers even though i, I that was like he, he praised uh our boy thor this game like actually honestly campbell looked a little sounded a little delusional after <laughs> this one like he was talking about he's like Oh, there was like that one or two times when we missed that running back. And I'm like, wait, is I had to like check to make sure this press conference was after the Patriots game. Cause I was like, was he pointing to one play in that game or any like less than like the whole game? Like <laughs> Anzalone did show some speed though. And he, he chased did, down actually. that guy after a 40 yard run and dove at his heels. Yeah. Caught up to him. <laughs> yeah, he made some. Yeah. That, that was nice. 
Yeah, that, yeah uh, you maybe spit out my Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta oh, admit, man. my Kool Aid was low this weekend. Like, I didn't even want to. I was like, oh, oh damn, I had the podcast this week. It's gonna suck because I was so depressed. But the Kool Aid's helping a little bit. <laughs> and a bye week. If the, any team needs a bye week, it's the Lions, though, with the amount of injuries that have piled up. So obviously, Xavion Smith, uh, thank God it looks like he's going to be okay. Uh, especially the injury itself was like, what the hell happened? It looked like a completely that normal play. He's clapped. Um, he had a neck injury, supposedly, but now he's just in concussion. Uh, his neck's okay. Uh, he's in concussion protocol. He flew on the team plane back, uh, so he'll be fine. Yeah. Well, that was scary. That's just really weird, though, because it looked like nothing. He just just went down. Yeah, I thought it was like something like internal that happened uh, after that. Yeah. But um, so then Deshaun Elliott comes in. I was scared. He gets part of of the locker room later. And if he comes in for one play, that's hurt. (laughs) Uh, One play. And Tracy Walker's already hurt. So Kuda got banged up at one point. Um. I mean, yeah. it was a uh, rough afternoon from the injury standpoint, especially from the DBs uh, side yeah, of things. We were really strong, at least. At least that's where we got. All yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, Z, it- just on the Kool-Aid side of things, you know, when you hit the coach is saying things are improving on defense, I think that's part of the reason it's improving because we have such lack of depth right now. We're all beat up to hell and making some stops or holding them to field goals is progress. I mean, I don't know. I know. <laughs> I know it's a bad game, but I'm just trying to look at the bright side of any little shred of light. I think I'm putting more of this on the coaches right now. I'm agreeing with Dan Campbell. I think they have the talent on this roster as tough as it might seem at times. I think they have the talent to win right now, and these coaches aren't necessarily putting them in the best position to win. Uh, Like Dan Dan say, like we've got the guys on our on the start on the active roster and the practice squad to go out there and get W's and. They're just not doing it. And, like, he, I actually, the one thing I was most disappointed with Dan in the presser was, well, at least today's presser, was that uh, he didn't seem to take account of that, what I thought was a terrible call to go for on fourth and nine, and then just step, drop back into a regular pass. Like, he didn't, he thought that was still the right move. And I'm like, that one looked, was the one I would really question because it was just so obvious. Like, didn't Matt Stafford and Julius Peppers teach us you don't go into obvious pass downs like that, a desperation to pass downs late in the first half? Like, that remember, I, does everyone remember what I'm talking about? I mean, that yeah. Still, yeah. It's just, it's yeah, that's the one the Patriots scored a touchdown on. Yeah, it was the, but that's what I'm saying. It was an obvious drop back on a fourth and long. What do you think they're going to do other than pin their ears back and get after Goff? And they did, and they caused a fumble touchdown. I mean, we're lucky Goff didn't get hurt. That's just, that was just a dumb move by Campbell. Like, that was not smart. And him not even recognizing it to me, I don't, I don't, that's disappointing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, people were, people were saying that uh, he didn't, they didn't trust Badgley to kick, but I, I would disagree. I think they would have gone for it. Or punt it. Of who, the, like, who our kicker was. Um, right. Well, I, he doesn't trust anybody to kick. I mean, I, I think he's scared <laughs> after that Vikings game. Or yeah, that's fair. Like, <laughs> I, but the fourth and nine His was like, that was terrible. The the fourth and one that they went for. I agree with Campbell on that one. He make yes. that call again because he had Sewell and and Stenberg yeah. blocking in front of him. Mm. Normally, you're gonna get that. But with uh, Jamal running, I mean, yeah. And I don't know about from the fullback position. Uh, that doesn't allow him like a lot of you know mm. chance to get a burst into the line. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but uh, but the fourth and nine though that was a terrible coaching move there for sure. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't like a red zone fourth and nine either. It was no, like it would have been like a field. Yeah, forty high forties, fifty yard field goal. Yeah, I would have liked <sighs> to see him recognize that one in retrospect. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so reminder: Stevenson, hundred sixty-one yards rushing on twenty-five carries. That uh. Damian Harris goes out early in this game. They're their top rusher. Stevenson's their backup running back. Um, what? Oh god. And he goes and he, <laughs> he went for one to sixty. He's usually the receiving running back. That big um, dude? Yeah. Oh wow. What a load. I mean, I mean and the thing just... was he also was we'll talk about separation. How long was it before anyone was touching him on any given handoff? Like, oh my goodness. It seemed like he yep. had four yards of space every play. That's bad. And the Patriots have a decent offense line, but uh you know, uh, B- Patricia, the genius, schemed up an offense uh, against this <laughs> defense. It sucks losing to uh, Patricia, uh, especially in this fashion. Um, this, this is a rookie quarterback making his first start, 17 to 21. You know, and his one interception was just complete luck. <laughs> he threw it right in the chest of the guy over the middle uh, that Akuda got beat on inside. Oh, then, yeah. Um, but Deshaun Elliott made, you know, nice play. But it's not just any rookie quarterback. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think a half-deaf quarterback could have managed that game with the run game he had. Um, <laughs> but uh, honestly, every time I look at does anyone else get these vibes? I just get like uh, d- basement-dwelling vibes from uh, from Matt, uh, Matt Patricia. But like in this case, his mom's basement is like Matt uh, or um, Brian Belichick or whatever his name is. Belichick's basement like it's like he's curled up in mommy's he's only functional when he's under his little shelter of of Belichick like he goes out and all of a sudden he's like calling out Darius Slay like he actually has something on a man like that like it's just like he's just like a little little chubby boy who has to go to mommy and like in mommy's warm embrace he's he can perform well the one thing that can help any offensive coordinator is going up against the Lions at this point of the season because our Defense has been horrible the last few games, and it's going to help. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't surprised we gave up points to the Patriots, even with Zappy. I thought we would. No. But I didn't think yeah. we'd be shut out on offense. That was where I was really yeah. shocked. I mean, how do we fix right. it? How do we fix it? First of all, penalties got to go away. Um, like, for instance, there's a big third down. Uh, we get the sack. Bugs gets the sack. Beautiful sack. Uh, one of the rare pass rushes we had. And then Derek Barnes gets flagged for a five-yard you know, holding yeah. call. Was it holding? Yeah, holding. Yeah. Oh God, that was ticky tack. I thought it was an uh, uh, illegal contact. I can't hear the sound during the games, but that or looked, maybe it was. Uh, hardly either, either way, penalty. Um, How about the fall of Derek Barnes into oblivion? Though he's literally just falling off the face of the map. Yeah, yeah. Even Jared Davis Barnes. had more impact at this point in his career. And we were pretty hopeful for him coming into the season, his second year, and all that, and he's just done nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Well, granted, they've gone to like Very a two strange. linebacker scheme, basically. So I don't know if that's helping him either. Yeah, I would say it's not helping know. him. But they're supposed to be like a four-three defense. So, but like their four-three does not like. I think like they count like uh like guys like Julian Aquara as like the third or something. I don't know. Cause like I only see ever two out there. Like it's usually Thor and one other dude. Yeah, and Aquara needs to work on some more pass rush moves. Uh, if you if you go back and watch him, he's constantly just trying to bull rush the guy over, and it's not mm. it's not working. No, that's a terrible. <laughs> no. Yeah, that up in yeah. the league. Yeah, you got to change it up a little bit, Julian. Um, hey, just briefly, what do you guys think on, on Hutch right now? He's fine. I'm still pro Hutch. Um, he gets double teamed a lot 
Yeah, he's too uh, we, he needs help from the other pass rushers to, you know, he's like, loaded. like I mentioned, Aquara, Aquara yeah. has left one-on-one a lot in this game and not winning. Mm-mm. I'm fine uh, with Hutch. Hutch. still has some work to do, obviously. Uh, you know, the great players like Aaron Donald, for instance, is double teamed every play and still make manages to mm-hmm. make some big plays. Uh, so Hutch still has some room to grow, but he is a rookie. Um, I wonder if he's of one of those guys doing too much. No, I'm, I'm just glad we're not losing faith here because, I mean, you know, it's a number two draft pick. Obviously, we're expecting a lot, but he's literally getting no help out there. The double teams are almost constant on him. So, yeah, he isn't. No, I'm, I'm not. Lo- I'm not losing faith. Either. Again, I, we, need, a, we need an elite or at least a high level D tackle. We're not getting that play out of the D tackle position. I thought Ali McNeil could do it. Um, he's a serviceable D tackle, but he is not. Um, he made one real nice stuff up elite. the middle by himself for a TFL. Um, one is nice, but I'd like to see more than one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game. You're, you're right, though, Z. We do. And we need it for sure. In, well in noted. I hate it. Brockers, I think he has to go after this year, man. That's I don't he know what his contract now, is. Over the bye week, it's a great time. Yeah, yeah. He keeps getting a vote of confidence from his coach because when he brought him over here, but uh, I don't know. You know, it, it might be the time to show that no one's safe. You know, maybe uh, yeah, we chop a guy like that. You know, I, I don't know. Something's got to happen. Someone's got to wake these guys up though a little bit. Oh yeah, but I don't think you need to do that now before the bye week. I mean, I think you would. Maybe after, if we get crushed again after the bye week by the Cowboys, do something like that. But yeah. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, our producers just uh, brought up a valid point. That yeah. I saw our producer, Kid J, brought up to the Lions uh, <laughs> pass on Micah Parsons for Sewell last year. Did we still make the right, did we still oh. make the right call? Absolutely. Well, that's I don't, a totally acceptable yeah, move. Not, I love that move because Sewell, with the right where our offense is clicking, man, I think Sewell's a big part of it. I mean, not this week, but I mean, Right. Look at the big term. They're they're mere images in terms of importance. Like I mean, in, at what the positions they play, and they're both at uh, a similar level of eliteness. I would say, though, I think I elite say, pass rusher is uh, more valuable in the league than uh, an elite right. Oh, tackle. he is playing right tackle. You said left tackle. I right don't tackle. know, but right tackle yeah, now, but playing, he'll eventually flip he's over. He's gonna the left. be, yeah, yeah. He's a long term piece. You can't just look at. Couple of games, elite O lineman versus elite D end. I mean, it's it's a it's a coin toss every time. I mean, they're they cancel each other out, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. But obviously, it would have been nice to have Parsons because he probably would have had a more immediate impact in raising our defensive level. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Uh, hey, uh, it, we got to bring it up though. I mean, uh, is, everyone's still confident. In, how confident are we in golf here? Uh, going into next year, our Hmm. You think we got to be looking for a quarterback? We're five games I'm in. Yeah, I'm, oh, uh, you're bailing on I'm the s- golf train, UJ, already. No, 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 no <laughs> not necessarily, but it like I really it. do think we have to consider our quarterback of the future because I don't know. Well, right now, I'm, re- I'm really. Well, as it sits, the Lions are the number so. three pick in the NFL draft. Um, if the Raiders <laughs> lost tonight, it would be four. Um, not, I know not to talk about the draft, but if, if a guy no. like CJ Stroud is available, from my opinion, I would draft no. him. Now we got to take the Alabama lineman. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, if we're in a top five, it's a whole different ball game. Obviously, uh, golf is just not getting it done, regardless if that's the case. But I mean, you know, the defense is more likely the bigger problem. However, that scenario ultimately plays it is very out. bad. Yes, and so I mean, it's hard to get down on golf, especially when his worst game 
came with his most depleted target roster. I mean, I know St. Brown was back, but he almost seemed more like a detriment out there than a benefit. Yeah, he and, wasn't full goal. No, no. He was yeah, not. he was playing sparingly. He said he was 85%. Uh, yeah. I heard Hawk was in the game. Someone told me. Yeah, right. That Hawk was he actually was in the game. Yeah, the, I mean, the Patriots were really keen on him this game. Uh, Reynolds, again, over receiving yards if Connor was on here. Uh, He's the only yeah. receiver oh, yeah. <laughs> that really stepped up as far as I could tell. Oh, say, uh, Raymond kind of did. But Raymond, for all his speed, never seems to play like a speedy receiver. He's like a quick little slot guy. He did he one nice one today, the, the, the go and stop, uh, you know, the hook route. It looked like he was running deep, then just stopped, and it was a nice third, uh, third and did, long. Com- did was, you notice that was, nice that was the same play or the same defensive formation and similar play to what torched us last week by uh, uh, the kid opposite of uh, the Metcalf? Remember he, but in his case, he ran Lockett. an in. Lockett ran an in, and Awarie turned completely the wrong way. But it didn't matter because the defense was a shell defense that left a huge soft spot under the safety, and we did the same exact. We exploited the same exact weakness there. It was a nice route by him. Oh, that that yeah. was the other thing I want to mention and too. Uh, now that you're talking about Awarie, uh, healthy scratch in this game. <laughs> yeah, he's earned it. Yeah, um, he's fallen off. You know, last year it was all hope that he'd be like the number ascending. one guy. Got six interceptions last year, right? And now uh, looks terrible this year. It's yeah, weird. He looks lost out there. But I mean, even with those six interceptions last year, we noted before, like there were still times he'd get absolutely torched. Uh, so, but it was usually a battle. I always felt like he would give something up and then take something back. Like he was a gamer. He would play. A, he was, he's a battler, you know. And he wasn't perfect, but he usually got something done. In this case, he's just—it's all bad. I, he has nothing good I can think of this year. Hey, UJ, the quarterback thing. I'm hoping we don't have to draft one, but uh, this was probably Goff's worst game this year for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, like, I, I don't get why he forced that pass into Hawk on the sideline that got picked, like into double coverage. They, there's no need to do that at that point of the game. Like at the very least, you make it uncatchable for the defense. Yeah, uh, if you're gonna throw that route, right? And then he had his, you know, fumbleitis and all. You know, like I don't think he, he was showing all his his warts that that he hasn't been showing lately. So yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, we if we're considering the future of the team and considering the way the modern NFL is, I mean, I think we need, you know, and you see Jalen Hurts at Philly, what he's doing. And, yeah. Like, with with the know, best O-lines, I, loaded weapons at receiver. Hey, I'm not to take it away from the man, but he's got know. everything working right around him, and Goff did until yesterday. I mean, that's all I'm saying. It's like it's hard to hold a game like this against Goff when your support infrastructure just collapses around you. There's only so much even the best quarterbacks can do. They all look mortal sure. when they're getting harassed, yeah. like Tom Brady and the Giants in the Super Bowl. Everyone knows it can happen. So I'm not ready to give up on Goff on that. But I understand the urge, UJ. And I and hey, like if we're top five by all means. It's going to be fair game at that point. Like yeah. you don't, you know, you don't pass on elite quarterback it, prospects in the top five. Look at five. what Lamar Jackson did on Sunday night. He just willed him down for the last score. You know, he just took the ball into his own hands, took care of it. It'd be nice to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but for, if I'm going to get a quarterback of the future, though, I want a guy who can actually throw from the pocket consistently. And I still don't think Lamar Jackson is that guy. But CJ Stroud, as might exciting be. as he uh, is, and, and the and the game. Well, he threw some bad passes yesterday too. Did it? Uh, you know, if you were watching, he overthrew some. He's not elite without his legs. 
I'm just saying. With, not even close yeah, to elite. You take his, his legs, legs away. If the arms not working. And, he has and, the legs. The golf yeah, doesn't but, have the that second luxury. But that's the thing. Like this. Yeah, but the problem is when you get deep into the playoffs, mm-hmm. you can't win it on your legs. You better be able to throw from the pocket. At, you have to look at Russell Wilson. He's proven it. I used to be a doubter of his to some extent because he used his legs so effectively and so often. But then when he would get hurt. I'd be like, okay, watch this. He's not going to be near as effective, but the man would produce. Like, he looks he horrible this year. Uh, okay, yeah, he's yeah. not in his comfort zone, but he's past his prime by miles at this point. He shouldn't point, be. Sort of. He's been well. The running aspect of his game does hurt, and he's not with his original team. I'm sorry, I'm just not. I'm talking about prime Russell Wilson. That man could produce even when his legs were hurt, and that, that's what to me makes a great quarterback. Not one who can just tear you up with his legs, because you got to be able to be effective passer in this league. You have to be to win playoffs like UJ's talking about. It's it's a must. It's a requisite. It's the nature of this league. Defenses can shut down legs. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about before the big knock on Goff uh, coming over here was turnovers, um, which he's largely avoided to the last two games. Uh, the last game he had a big pick six, and then this one, the strip sack fumble um, and, the, and the interception. But the strip sack, f- the ones that get turned over for points, uh, the interception the was killers. more on him to me. Like, oh, that was definitely on him. No, I'm saying that was more than the fumble. Like, because the fumble was a really, really bad O line play, but the f- pass should that was a bad pass <laughs> into double coverage. Yeah, you, you, but you just don't find the elite quarterbacks uh, making those plays. Uh, I wouldn't say routinely, but occasionally throughout a, yeah. a championship winning season, which he's. You know, yeah. prone to do. He's only 26. Season. Well, you guys, I, I mean, you're talking about drafting a quarterback. Long, uh, resume now. He's a what about our, I mean, we're not at draft show yet. So what about this current team? I, I still think Goff and this offense can be very good through this whole year. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, this do. is one game, like we said, uh, against arguably the best defense coach of all time, if not one of the best. Um, so and I, I think once we get our shiny toy out of uh, storage, mm-hmm. too, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully by Thanksgiving, uh, and then oh, yeah. The, well, it the, might be too late by that point. <laughs> well, I don't know. Let's but, hope but, not. Let's hope not. But, I don't, you know, but if we get the commission back, sip some Kool Aid there. But yeah, the bye week is it's too early probably. But actually, for the Lions, it's not too early at all. It's the perfect yeah, no. time. We could get our guys back, and uh, you can get in this thing. We were talking about before the show. Uh, this league is a lot of parity. You know, this could change. A lot of parity. String together um, a few wins and, you know, you could be right, right back in it. Yeah. You know, we need is a bye season. Yeah. Like, uh, we just take a season off and, uh, oh we goodness. get everyone healthy and stuff and work out a lot, go to the gym and, uh, you know, get strong and fast <laughs> and then come back in, in a year and then you can see how much different we'll look. We'll have beards and things. We'll and beards. Look, look way tougher. Because we've been in the gym working out the whole year, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I think a bye year. That's what we need. That's the Lions. Yeah. The need. Lions have opted not to participate oh. in this NFL season in interest of rehab. You, you need team. some Kool Aid. You're calling for the Lions to have a whole yeah. bye year now. A bye year would be good. Get us healthy. Hey, um, UJ, if they're all beards, you know, we'll have our kicker come out, throw his cigarette on the turf, hey, and then line up the great. Cake. That Nail it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, that would be great. <laughs> Another thing to be hopeful about, guys, is that we're going to be unstrapped from these gnarly contracts of Matt Patricia era in trade flowers and the like. 
and we'll be able to actually spend in free agency next year along yeah. with all these great draft picks. So like this is I'm true. sorry, this team is still it I know we're fundamentally lacking in some places, but we have some players in some really important places that I think a few key changes could make a huge difference. Right. Don't we have the lowest yeah. investment in our defense money wise, yeah. I think? Yeah. I forgot to mention that so. earlier. So and the, the results the are Fifth most expensive offense and the least expensive defense in the NFL. And the, most of the, the games, except for this week, have played out like that. <laughs> yeah. Get what you uh, pay for. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, the hardest thing about drafting a quarterback next year. If we got two first round draft picks, imagine adding like a, a Micah Parsons and like a, a DJ Stingley or something like that next year in the first round. Like, could you mad like what that would do for our D or whatever? Oh, ah, potential there. But, yeah, yeah, there's some good edge D-line guys uh, next year in the draft. But, again, we are not. We're, we don't need to talk about the draft right now. You're right. But, you're uh, right. Welcome to the positive. Um, yeah, but the Lions will have, like, $60 million in cap, roughly, uh, next year. That, that's assuming they make some, like, cuts. But, again, we what what's Romeo Quara's deal? Um, is, is he ever coming yeah. back? I, I'm assuming he's never this coming year. back at this point. I don't know. It's hard to say when uh, he's got a whole year. injury. I know, but like Akuda got back from it, but I'd say most people would say he's like the exception as of right now in the time frame he's made it back. And we're talking about a guy who has like seventy more pounds to handle all these movements with. I think the more, di- I think the more disappointing point to me mm-hmm. is we have invested a lot in the interior D line, uh, in have Pascal you? and Levi in terms of draft capital, and they are hardly seeing the field. They haven't seen the yeah. field. <laughs> well, we don't know if Pascal. They knew he was injured, though. I mean, so we don't know, know yet on him, which is problem. part of the criticism. They're drafting yeah. these guys with the injury history. Is it a problem if he comes back and he's great? Well, it's not a problem. I don't know that's I a big no. problem. I mean, yeah, it might be a big I'm problem. Even, even if Pascal was healthy, I'm not. I wasn't a huge fan of the draft pick. So do we look at it but, uh, that way? Does if Brad Holmes can play this long game where he's allowed to get you know criticism for picking these injured players? Does Dan Campbell get some leeway too that they're not trying to win now in terms of building this roster? Like, yeah. I mean, if we get to like give Brad, like everyone seems to be like Brad Holmes is not the problem. Brad Holmes is flawless. Like he's great. We got a great GM. Now it's just the coaches. And I'm not totally I'm against all that sentiment, but at the same time, to think he's beyond criticism. But then again, goes back to what I said, the vision, right? Like, is this vision like you got to win now? You got to try to win now, but at the same time, you got to stave off something till later, right? You got to put off things till down the road. It it's is inevitable. painful uh, that we're near two of this, you know, long plan. And right, and it's not like uh, Dan Campbell said he wasn't expecting to go one four or three. Like this is this things have not gone as to plan so far this year. Yeah, what was his quote at the end of Hard Knocks uh, that he took like two minutes to answer? I'm trying to remember the quote. Off the, oh, top of my head. the Lions can yeah. and will and will <laughs> lose yeah. at all costs. No. Um, <laughs> well, you can interpret that any way you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, so, so Z, do you think the the Jameson Williams pick was bad too because they knew he was injured? I think that one's different because of the injury. Um, and yeah, but Pascal had an injury. Cost, so. They knew. I don't yeah, see it some, his is more of a nagging injury. Uh, just uh, and he's had a history of injuries. It's not like there's just one. Um, I think we need to see him before we. I call think James Williams is not evident. Uh, yeah. history Jameson's, of injuries. He's a home run swing, uh, an obvious home run swing in Jameson. I don't think anyone is recognizing this as like Good question. You know, he took it. They're taking a swing at a guy who has such serious potential. 
Whereas I don't know if uh, Josh Pascal is seen as unanimously, unanimously as such a strong prospect. You know what I mean? Like, granted, I've come to no. like didn't draft him as high because of that. I mean, no, right? But the second round, that's really high. I'm just saying, but it's two years in a row. That's more me. To me, the problem is the pattern of these second round picks. Like they look identical. You get a high upside guy like Anzarike the first year, who you know is injured. And and then you get a guy who's like like a carbon copy next year in the same position, and you're having the same results. Neither of them are on the field. Hey, and I, it, don't look at the patterns. Know. If you saw the Terminator, no fate but what we make. You know, you can control your own destiny. So you don't look at the past. <laughs> I like it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, these are all great points. Uh, and it, it is it is painful to watch this team go, you know put out this type of effort. Um, but we do have to keep in perspective. It is year two of a six year kind of process. And just hopefully these are the growing pains to, to greater gains uh, down the line. That's all we can hope, but it's all we have uh, is the yeah. optimism and the Kool-Aid. So, so here's <laughs> another way to frame that question Z that you asked earlier. Not Is it time to, get him on the hot seat is what do you need to see out of Dan Campbell this year to not put him on the actual hot seat? Cause I think we all agree his seat is sort of insulated still. Like it's, he's got some time to prove himself because we have a vision and I think no one denies his ability to build culture is supreme. Now he just needs to learn how to properly win games. I want to uh, see improvement in the win loss record. Cause that's, that's yeah. what it comes down to at the end of the day. So uh, you're saying we win four games this year? That's 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 no, satisfactory. I, I want at least six. Uh, okay, for, for an improvement, I, I think anything less. Uh, He's on the hot seat at the end. I of the don't year. know hot seat, but uh, it's definitely hotter uh, going into next season than you'd like it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Like, is there uh, a scenario where you guys like, see him being we, fired this year? No, maybe no. if they maybe if they go winless and they look. Terrible um, every game. That would be rough. But yeah, I don't, I don't see like that happening. This, uh, going forward, then yes. But yeah, or he pulls his shirt off in the middle of the game, runs across the field and into the locker room, runs out. That's how he gets yeah, a raise. That might, that might help his cause. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did you see another kid ran on the field in a was it Bengals game? Like a kid? Oh, really? Kid ran on the field and they tackled him. Like a <laughs> uh, like a child, twelve year old or something. Yeah. Oh wow! Who tackled him? His oh, mother uh, brought like five kids with her, and she didn't even know he was gone. I'm like that's awesome, <laughs> like, <laughs> legendary. <laughs> oh boy! So anyway, um, yeah, the one guy, the one guy that was running on the field in that uh, Monday night game with the Rams, or it was a Sunday night game. I can't remember the Rams. Uh, Bobby Wagner, like yeah, uh, Bobby Wagner. leveled them is like suing him for <laughs> yeah injury. I was like. No well, I mean, oh, that is probably considered a little bit overboard for just having a man run across the field. <laughs> but no, he was, you should they should get knocked down. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. agree. He yeah, was carrying he was like bang, a you remember Mike flaming Hopper torch did. or whatever, you know, so you sure. remember Mike Curtis back in the day, Bob? I, I had to go back and pull that video up. And I think Didka did it to somebody once, too. Awesome. If I'm not mistaken. Well, wait, what were you? T- <laughs> tell me the story. What are you talking about? The, no, Mike Curtis did it years and years ago. Remember Mike Curtis at the Colts Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Late 60s, early 70s. That's <laughs> <laughs> still all that comes to mind when I see that happen. Yeah. And it's, it's all good. The fan deserves to get clocked. True. Oh, yeah. You put yourself out there. It's like when you invade someone's home. If you get shot, that's just the price of doing yeah. business. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, okay. We may or may not if have you, an episode if we must. later. I, I think we won't have an episode later this week uh, since the bye is coming up. We'll give everybody, you know, a chance to relax, you know, drink a lot of Kool-Aid, a lot of Kool-Aid um, yeah. to get ready for maybe week, a bath um, seven when we return. Um, but I do have one prediction. Ooh. The Lions will not lose this week. <gasps> uh, wow. That's my prediction. I like good it. Prediction. That's good. It's a one week of the year. The Lions never lose the bye week. They win it every year. <laughs> they tried. Undefeated. <laughs> They've come close. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, on a, on a quick unrelated note, did you see the roughing the passer call in the, the Falcons game? The, the yes. call from nothing? The guy uh, it did would everything look like right. a normal tackle, normal sack, uh, and no. they call it roughing the passer. And then if you're watching the Monday Night Football game tonight, the Chiefs make a, another seemingly normal tackle that gets called for roughing the passer. Officiating is so bad. In what is going it's on? So bad. Also, that really, Kirby Joseph. The quarterbacks, but at some point, it, it it's not football. <laughs> did you guys see quarterback? Did you guys see anything resembling pass interference on that near Kirby Joseph interception? I saw perfect coverage. No, I saw perfect coverage. Everyone going for the ball. Even Akuda was turned around looking for the ball. Kirby Joseph was playing the ball. Are we not allowed to play the ball anymore? Yeah, I agree. That was that was a horrible call. I was very confused. I, I was watching a place where I didn't yeah. have the volume really. Um, and that's where Akuda plays textbook perfect coverage, and they still call that shit. Like that's why I can't just get down on Akuda because I used to be a Akuda hater basically, and I'm like on this man. Like I'm excited he's on our team right now because he looks every bit what people were hoping. And granted, you know the defense is struggling as a whole, but I don't think he's the problem. Yeah, but that one on that one particular play though, the thing that excited me was Kirby Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> he was there, could have picked that thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's known as a ball hawk, and to see him ball hawking, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, exciting. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean. Officiating brutal. Oh, that's one silver lining. I meant to say in the beginning, Z. Uh the the Hawk threw one of the best block I've seen of his entire career. Just absolutely pancaked the DN. Granted, he got a holding call, which was trash, but it was a great block by Hawk. <laughs> Obviously not a great block. He was holding. I'm sorry. <laughs> if he does that, if he can repeat that, he's not gonna call all the time and he's gonna put dudes on the ground. Like that was very exciting to see out of him. That was an iffy holding call, though. I agree. Shit call. Um, on to buy. Oh, he was my blocking to buy. Yeah, that's that's right. It was to buy. <laughs> well, it's not as impressive this week. Uh, did he really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Led the Patriots in tackles. Uh, they did it again. It's like Van Noy 2.0. Why? This is I don't know about Van Noy 2.0. Van Noy is a little better than uh, to buy has been, but uh, leading his team in tackles. I don't yeah, care. but he is being a productive member of a a. A fairly decent defense. They can have him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to be able to get our defense be able to use guys like him. You know, be able to use anybody. Yep. So we'll wrap it up here. Um, we did never talk about Ben Johnson, by the way. I, I mean, if, I yeah, know if oh, yeah, we can we can talk that. about it really quick. Ben Johnson, concerned or not concerned? Not concerned. Not. He still he does need to, to improve learn. on his fourth and short or third and fourth and short play calling. Yes. I, that St. Brown yeah. play was garbage. St. Brown play. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like them lining up Williams as a fullback and handing it off to him. Fourth um, and nine, doing a regular drop back, not a screen or anything. 
He'll learn. He's have growing pains, and unfortunately, we have to suffer. It's still the yeah. even after getting shut out, the Lions still have the second best offense in the NFL. So yeah, um, <laughs> he's I will give him a pass at least because unlike Aaron Glenn, he's actually shown some uh, you know results so far. In a weird sure. way, I was yeah. kind of happy to see this like arbitrary streak we were on of like not that not like I if we would have won, obviously, but like this like oh we're like the top scoring offense at one and th- three. It's just like oh my god, it's like. It it's just I don't know it's just like frustrating that we have such this outstanding stat that means nothing once more. <laughs> it's like I'm okay not having that. It means the game's a lot more watchable in this game, which is yeah, no shit. Funny. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> no points scored. That's yeah, that's right. no fun. You're right. Yeah, was, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, this was the least fun Lions game to watch since that Christmas one or that Panthers. Uh... <laughs> My buddy was there too, getting heckled. I bet that was brutal. He said it was his worst football experience of his life. <laughs> uh yeah um i just wanted to pull this i mean so the lions in terms of points scored uh yeah second most in the nfl 12 behind the bills now so um we'll catch them next week but then points allowed uh the lions have the most by 16 points to the seahawks so it's like oh it really jumped probably after this game too because i think during the game they were showing it was like 400 and or like certain like it was like a four point differential that our defense has given up over what our offense is yeah now it's probably a lot higher it's 30 now yeah 30 um yeah. put up 170 scored 140 but um the the highest the best defense in the nfl right now the bills and the 49ers they've given up 61 points uh all year the lines have allowed 170 109 <sighs> more in the same amount of games wow <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm and Aaron teams, Glenn. They're four and one and three and two, and we are not. So I'm putting that number on the board if I'm Aaron Glenn, and I'm saying we're going to do everything we can to make sure that number doesn't go up another point. Yep, like, a lot of work to do. Um, <laughs> hopefully, they read um, or study a lot more over the bye week. You know, don't don't leave the facility. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. um, and just for the love of God, get healthy. Uh, Put them all in cryo baths for the yeah. whole week. Jonah yeah. Jackson was back this game, um, and he played right. Uh, he, he played all right. I mean, no offensive line. I mean, it was just all bad. So the, the defense can't bury the tape every week because they're gonna have to have a whole cemetery the way it's going with all <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is. I mean, th- this is arguably almost worse than the one sixteen defense in some ways. Uh, the way the amount of points are being given up. Hey, so it's, weird. It's not over yet. Drink some Kool Aid, man. I, know, I think I know, we got sorry. more talent than this. We got yeah, more we're talent. Early, than we're this. early in the retooling of this franchise. So, hey, do you think we'd score, give up as many points if we played the Matt Patricia defense of yesteryear of the uh, the shell over the top? Like, don't give up anything deep. I mean, you think about it, and that's kind of why he didn't give up points sometimes. Was just because you weren't playing aggressive. I don't know. Do you think they need to play more conservative because we're playing too aggressive, I, or is there? What do you guys, do you guys have any theories on this defense just looking at it? Because I don't think we're nearly as deficient in talent as we're looking in terms of what we're giving up. I don't know. I just like Uh... Campbell's return to fundamentals and practice. I mean, (laughs) I don't know about a scheme thing. What about you guys? I don't know. Yeah. I just think our D interior D line is so. I mean, I think last week there's a lot of scheme issues um, in terms of the blitzing. Uh, This week they seem to blitz less, uh, which. It's kind of funny because we had a they had a rookie quarterback that made time two bullets, uh put a guy under pressure. It's not it hasn't been there yet. Right. Um 
It's tough. I, th- I always think it starts with, I think any good defense starts with the D line and there's a lot of issues there. Um, and you think it's personnel outs- though? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I do. A I lot, think a lot better personnel, it. uh, makes it easier, but do you think these coaches could do anything? Like if you were to give this D line, what would you do? That's why they're blitzing so much before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like we're, we are missing Kaminsky, Charles mm-hmm. Harris, um, in this game, yeah. Charles Harris gets, Again, hurt in practice during the week. Uh, another guy that gets hurt during practice in the week. Um, this time with a groin injury. That's what uh, Dan Campbell was talking about. The uh, the injuries they come in waves. He says like in the NFL. So and he's like, we've been on like one for like the last year and a half. He feels <laughs> like so. Hopefully this bye week can be the break and we'll come back to the mean and and not be a totally decimated team after this. Yeah. Yeah. Well. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, we're good this time. Uh, again, I don't know if we'll be back later this week. Most likely not. Uh, you know, we'll take advantage of the bye week as well, but then we'll be back early next week talking about week seven. Uh, the Lions, uh, they have an interesting part of the schedule coming up. Uh, they they go to Dallas, and most likely Dak Prescott will be the quarterback for that game. Mm. Um, they're, they're undefeated under undrafted uh, free agent Cooper Rush uh, out of Central Michigan. Uh, the Cowboys are at four and one. Uh, their only loss of the year was actually with Dak Prescott at quarterback. Um, but their defense is really, really good. So it'd be another good test for Lions offense. Um, and our offensive tackles against Micah Parsons, uh, aforementioned. Then they try, uh, then they're home against the Dolphins and the Packers. The Packers have looked extremely susceptible. Uh, so if the Lions could pull off three wins in a row there, they get their name right back, and then it's the Bears and then Giants and then Thanksgiving. So I don't want to be out of the playoff up by Thanksgiving. So we really got to turn this around. But there is a lot less room <laughs> for wick, a lot less wiggle room uh, when you start a season one and four. So. At least we got one at this point. Yes. Remember last year at this point, we hadn't got one yet. So that's progress. That is very <laughs> true. Good point. All right. So thank you to everybody listening. Thank you to our producer. KJ. KJ. Um, oh thank you to sidelinereport.com for hosting the podcast. Always appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, please download, please subscribe, and please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. And thank you to all you listeners uh, for continuing to you know listen, try to drink the blue Kool Aid with us. Although this is definitely a little less Kool Aid flowing in this one uh, after a twenty nine nothing loss. I guess you expect it, but the Kool Aid is still flowing. Don't. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Instagram at drinking a blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at drinking lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts uh, heading into the bye week. Otherwise, thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go. 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 field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and game